welcome to Novell Sales Talk. I'm your host, Aaron Quill. And I'm Aaron's sidekick, Tom Crabb. And today we're joined by our friends from IBM, Pat Byers. Hi, everybody. I'm Pat Byers, and I work with IBM System X x86-based processors, our IBM Blade Center, and iDataplex. Cool. Yeah, we're also joined by Monty Knutson. Hi, Tom. I'm glad to be here as well. I work with Pat on the more on the technical side to help make sure that we work with Novell closely to make sure our technologies as we develop new ones work together by the time the customers see them. Cool. Can you guys tell us a little bit about the IBM System X strategy and how Linux fits into that strategy? Sure, I'll take that one, Mont. IBM really recognized how important Linux was to the marketplace. We were really the first in 1999 to publicly support and integrate completely worldwide for Linux on our x86 servers. So we've really built in an infrastructure and continue to grow that to the point where today we have Linux deployed and available on every single one of our servers, regardless of the type of server, by the time it GAs. And we're ready at the marketplace when UGA, Novell, when like last time, I guess month, SLES 11 came out, we had how many? I think 320. 320. Different servers were certified. Done all the, the X servers, all the blade chassis, blade everything. servers, everything. We were yeah. ready. And so we on were really close together. So we put a lot of investment in this space. You might want to explain GA, Pat. General availability. That's great. Novell and IBM, we work together quite a bit to address some of the problems that customers have. Yes, we do, actually. We have an incredible history. Our brand and IBM, we've actually worked with Novell for like 20 years. And then for Linux and working with SUSE, it's been, believe it or not, 11 years? 11 or 12. 11, yeah. Gosh, it's amazing how time flies. And we really work with them in many different ways. I mean, I'll throw one out, Mont. We really help our customers reduce their costs, right? Yeah, that's one of our big things with our Smarter Planet strategy is to help customers reduce their costs by reducing their cost for energy their cost for cooling. And the biggest thing is being able to virtualize several machines into one. Right. And then one of the things that you do a lot, Mont, is you really help deliver working with Novell. No, on top of that, we help really deliver technology advancements to not only help them with deploying the latest technologies in Linux, but we help them simplify that deployment, don't we? As well as we help deliver advanced reliability and serviceability enhancements. Yeah. And working with Novell and, and Linux community both, we are one of the top contributors for new technology into Linux. It's technology that we've pulled from our mainframe family systems and, and pulled them into the x86 market, giving Novell an advantage when they work with IBM System X servers so because the, we have the newest stuff working in them. So on the virtualization front, what are you guys doing with Novell and Linux? Do you guys do stuff with the Zen virtualization platform and push some of that on your servers as well? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we work with the variety of hypervisors that you work with, actually. So Zen hypervisor, Hyper-V, VMware, KVM. And when you look at virtualization is so important with very so many different dynamics because you look at servers and particularly x86 servers and their utilization is so, so limited by utilizing virtualization, te virtualization technology. You really can consolidate a lot of workloads onto a single server. That helps reduce energy costs. It helps reduce the amount of maintenance. You've got single servers, but by the way, that kind of adds additional challenges, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does sometimes with the IT folks as they learn how to set it up differently. And instead of having single servers run a single app, now they have a virtual image that runs those applications. Yeah, so there's plenty of opportunities for us to work together on that simplification of deployment and management. So in your X server line, are you seeing an increase in the number of servers going out with Linux on them as opposed to Windows? Or is that a um, growing market? I think we've seen, it's been kind of an interesting set of dynamics lately as far as the economy is concerned. But I can say that when you look at the Linux server market in general, from what I saw, IDC said that there was a bit of a reduction in the revenue for uh, the Linux server market last year. 
I heard it was pretty significant, actually, about 17%. But would you believe we grew a full percent? So our market share and our growth last year was incredible, despite the economy and despite the tough times people were in. And actually, I see that particularly for our sales teams, our customers. I think customers are going to be now looking to invest and deploy, take advantage of the new technology, and then look at virtualization. So they're coming out, they need to go, and they recognize the value that IT can provide to them with our dynamic infrastructure and smarter planet plays we have in the market, I think help customers recognize the value of our joint technologies. Speaking of new technologies, you guys recently launched the X5 series. What is that? X5 stands for the fifth generation of our X architecture. Mont mentioned it earlier. You know, IBM servers, we've got mainframes, we've got power, we've got a lot of different platforms. We've taken the best from those platforms historically, beginning in 2001 with our first generation. We bring those reliability and serviceability, those advancements in memory technology into an x86 platform that truly differentiates IBM servers from the industry standard x86 servers. So, Mont, tell us a little bit more about the specifics we've got in this generation. Well, some of the biggest ones are the advanced amount of memory you can put in a system. You can, within one server itself, in a 4U chassis, can hold up to a terabyte of RAM. Oh, wow. With that terabyte, you can also plug on the bottom of it a memory drawer that will half that again. So you can have one and a half terabytes in a single system. Once you take that system, you can again plug that together with the second system, and it looks to the operating system or the environment like it's one box. What types of workloads and things are you seeing customers running on those types of systems? Well, there's two main areas we see them doing that. One is consolidation of servers. So we get lots of VMs with Xen and KVM and VMware. So they're migrating off of lots of smaller systems into one larger one. Big memory block for virtualization. That's right, absolutely. And then the other one is, is large databases. Yeah. We're seeing some of that migrate from Unix into Linux now. So from the user's perspective, the reads and writes are almost instantaneous because you have so much memory to support those absolutely. systems. Absolutely. When you look at the CPU capability that we have today and will have shortly, what you're finding is PC technology, there's different levels that are limiting what you can do with the systems. And when you look at virtualization, You've got an incredible amount of CPU processing, and therefore you've got a lot of utilization you could take advantage of. But when you do virtualization, you're going to need a lot of memory. And you need a lot of memory either to have a lot of VMs, or you might have to have a lot of memory for a particular VM. So by having this memory door, and as a matter of fact, this four-socket server that we've just announced is going to have six times amount of memory that you have today in today's... In any other server. Any other server, yeah. So it's pretty significant. Any other recent announcements you guys have made? Yes, actually. In addition to that X5 launch, that was March the 2nd. We had around the 16th of March. Yeah, yeah. something like that. We have also completely replaced or revamped our one and two socket server line. And in this particular space, which is really, that's our highest volume space. Most customers are deploying these high volume servers. We have leadership benchmarks in all three of the major platforms we have in that space. And we've also been named with those servers, the number one in customer satisfaction that was reported by technology business research from their latest survey. So a lot of their customers, the high-end, sexy technology with X5 is fantastic. There's still that bread and butter, two-socket servers that IBM adds leadership and value to. Great. (laughs) So where are some of the best places or opportunities that we can work together, Novell and IBM, with the System X? Let's see. Two of them really come to mind. I think one area is certainly Solaris to Linux migrations. Yeah, I think there's a pent-up desire. A lot of people were waiting to see what was going to be happening in that marketplace, and the paths are defined today. And, and I know the Oracle's was, made their intentions. Yeah, it made it very clear. So I think there's going to be a lot of customers interested to move. And when you look at that type of migration, 
it's likely to come to Linux and, you know, even, and the larger servers. Yeah, and larger servers. So that's one area. What's, what's another one, Mont, would you say? Well, the ISVs like SAP and Oracle, even though they do that, but they uh, work with them to create solutions that work like the old style turnkey systems, where the application, the operating system, the server end up at the customer side already preloaded and functioning. What are the best ways that Novell can work together with IBM? Like if our sales reps wanted to work with your sales reps or getting information, that type of thing, what's the best avenue to pursue in that? Well, I think the best avenue is in every single geography, Novell has someone that is essentially facing IBM. You know, rather than throwing out names, because names can certainly change readily, I highly recommend that you search out people. Stuart McLean is one from a worldwide basis. On the Novell side. On the Novell side, yes. So one other thing, IBM is a very large organization, and I know you have the systems people, you have the software people. If our sales reps were out working, say, a trade show or something and ran into someone at IBM, who is the typical job title they would look at in the System X space? What type of person would they normally work with? Well, if you're working in um, the geographies and you're in a salesperson, I think you'll end up finding a System X sales specialist, or you might be reaching out and finding a field technical sales FTSS specialist. is what we're talking FTSS is FTSS. an abbreviation, right? And I think that's exactly where we've got customer opportunities, particularly you know, when you've got a large account. As a matter of fact, we could talk about some of those customers we work together on in a sec. We really have worked together and engage and, and maybe have an approach to a customer, particularly those that are rather large and major opportunities. The biggest thing would be not to hesitate to talk to each other. Yeah, reach out and talk. make your acquaintance and talk. And we try to tell our sales reps to do the same thing whenever they go into the Novell account. Make sure you find out who the Novell rep is and work with them to do it. And Pat, and I know the last year, 50 plus of the FTSS has got trained. So a lot of them in the field you encounter are trained on SUSE and should be a great Absolutely. resource. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, your up-and-coming releases that are coming for SLES 11, I guarantee you shortly after your general availability of SLES 11 SP1, we will be having training for our sales teams and our FTSS technical people. So they'll be able to dialogue directly with you. So you mentioned customers a minute ago. What are some of the joint successes we've had working together with Novell and IBM with customers? One of the first ones that comes to mind, which really helps to leverage a lot of our technology, was ConAgra. You guys are probably familiar with ConAgra, major food, various brands, etc. And ConAgra had some challenges and decided to utilize SAP BI Accelerator to provide additional financial and business intelligence information within the company. And we had our first success with ConAgra, with SLES and IBM System X. And it was so successful that they eventually migrated off a monolithic Unix system, you know, Sun system to SLES on x86, System X specifically in Blade Center. They've deployed their full SAP business environment on our joint team. You told me the other day how much they saved by doing that. Oh, that's right. Gosh, it was 600 times efficiency and performance. Way. Way. Just 600 times, huh? Just six. <laughs> and, well, what was even more interesting, it was at 25% of the cost. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and this, in this day and age, cost is the major driver in IT. Everyone's trying to gain efficiencies and make their business more efficient overall. You know, IT was always this group. Now it's very much integrated in the business, so saving money is paramount. There's a copy of that reference on our website. Right, there is. It's in our success story database. Go to IBM.com and search on ConAgra, perhaps. They might be able to find it. Yep. Another one's Honda. Honda, Italy. And they were looking to deploy... Um, RFID in their manufacturing line. RFID, yeah. right, right. Oh, cool. They did RFID deployments. That's one of our Smarter Planet references. Another example is NASA. Yep. NASA was the first iDataplex major, which is one of our platforms that's uniquely advantageous to high-performance computing spaces. 
It's 15,000 cores they've deployed running on HPC grid. Yeah, on an IDAPLEX system in SLES. And that application is providing climate analysis and servicing all the various NASA areas. That's at the Goddard Space Center in Maryland. How about Intel? You know about that, right? Yeah, well, it's not only Intel, it's that whole EDA market, electronic development market. You're running SLES and SLED to actually develop the new technology of chips. Those are some great references. They are. There's they quite can get a few. more information out on the IBM side on some of these if they want to yes. do a little more in-depth study. That's great. Great. Pat and Monty, it's IBM. Thanks for sitting down and no, talking No, thank to you. Us. Enjoyed talking thanks with you today. Appreciate you taking the time. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell, Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.